Welcome to IT for Whiskey, a podcast for new or existing managed service providers and your occasional whiskey connoisseur. My name is Myron Herrera. My company is Cinetech Solutions. Uh, we are a MSP based out of Dallas. I'm also the CEO of Greenlink Networks, which is a voice over IP uh, channel only uh, based out of Dallas as well. Business started in 2004. My name is Joe Ucia. I'm the CEO for Infinite IT. We're located out of Toronto, Canada. We're currently about a dozen employees. We're an MSP. We were originally founded in 1999. Many years in the working and here we are. So we hope that you really get a lot out of this podcast and learn the things that I wish somebody would have told me. Welcome back to another episode of IT for Whiskey. I am a co-host today, Nancy Sabino, VP of Sales and Marketing for Cinetech Solutions. And here are your hosts, Joe Usia, Myron Herrera, and special guests, Chris Stock and Giovanni Rodriguez. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Thank you, Nancy. So today we got a special episode. We're doing something completely different. Joe, why don't you tell them them what we're going to do? Well, I will say this is the poster child of uh, behind the scenes, Stephanie. She had this great idea to come up with something very unique and very different. And today's episode where the four of us are here talking to each other uh, in a different format. We have a fifth person that's a guest that is... Nancy is going to be the moderator for the show. And the four of us were dividing onto two teams for our very, very first ever first episode of our annual Christmas games. The IT for Whiskey Games. <laughs> so this is going to be a fun one. I, I, I tell you, this is the biggest group we've ever had in a call all at once, including the brains behind the operations that keep us all together. Shout out to Stephanie, Anna, and Nadine. And it's uh, thank you to the three of you for being here behind the scenes. And Nancy, thank you for being our host today and, and our moderator of the, of the game so that, you know, the teams are going to be pretty interesting. We have Team Canada versus Team US. It's Canada versus the rest of the world, basically. It's what? It's Canada you know. versus the rest of the world? You know. We're allies with everyone. We have no enemies. Yeah. They're a friendly <laughs> bunch. That's a very American thing to say. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Nancy, for weighing in there. The cool thing about this episode is obviously we're in the holiday spirit. We're looking to change things up. It's been a crazy year. Don't have to go into details of how crazy it's been for everybody, but you know, so we wanted to do something special, something different, hopefully brings a smile, bring, you know, makes you laugh a little bit more than we usually make you laugh. And um, let's see how intoxicated we are by the end. So this is a drinking game. We'll we'll see. The anticipation is killing me. How is this format going to work? Do you want to walk us through this, Nancy, and uh, explain to us what you're going to be doing and and the ring you're going to put us through? Yeah, so we're going to run through different categories. One person, it's one question for one player per team. If that person does not know the answer, they have the option to then call on their partner to help them out. And uh, basically, we're going to tally up the points at the end. So first player gets the question correct. You get 10 points. If you need to call on your partner for help and they get it correct, then it's only five points. 
At the end of the games, we'll tally up the total and see what team wins. This is somewhat like the like the F1 races where they make up the rules as the race goes on. You know, so it also, we'll, we'll figure that out by the end of the day. It also matters how how uh, intoxicated I am at the end of this. So. <laughs> So are the random points then just randomly assigned based on uh, intoxication level? Perfect. I like these games. Do I get to call a friend? Yeah, your teammate. <laughs> and you know, Giovanni, if, if you really get stuck on the question and you don't think Myron knows it, you could call on me and I'll take the five points. I don't, I don't think that's the way it works. I don't think that's how any of this works. All right. We're, we're, we're making up as we go. So let me take the points. <laughs> Creativity, right? Anyways. What I'm going to give some points to is this drink that I have here. Today, I'm actually drinking tequila. What? Brought it back. Yes. No whiskey for me today. As we've talked about, we're going to go a little bit out of our normal skins. I am drinking Adictivo Tequila. It's an extra Añejo Cristalino. It's funny. I have two bottles coming today of that. I am dying to try it. I have two bottles right here. Look. I actually have to go after this to go pick up the two bottles that I ordered. This has become one of my favorite tequilas. It's a little bit on the sweet side. I know this is um, one of my favorites. And... The best thing about it is it doesn't matter how much you have. The next day, you are totally fine. You know what? You know what? I, I actually did do something a little bit special for today's episode. And uh, preface setting up the call, I, I shared with you what I'm drinking because I was too excited. I couldn't hold on until the actual episode was recording. I actually was able to get my hands on whiskey of the year two years in a row. I'm drinking Alberta Premium Cask Strength Rye Whiskey. It's a little hot out of the, the go, 63.7%, but it's the second year that it's won top whiskey the world, uh, in the world by many different bodies. So if you'll notice here, I have two IT for whiskey glasses, and I learned something in a whiskey tasting the other day that uh, Chris and I partook in. If you pour a glass of whiskey, doesn't matter what it is, especially the hotter ones, the more cask strengths, and you set it aside for a half an hour and let it breathe, just like a fine wine. It is a completely different taste than if straight out of the bottle. Especially if you're continuing the sample before the, you get to the end of that. I'm excited to see the before and after kind of thing. So I poured both glasses at the same time. One I've got here with a couple of drops of distilled water. The other one here that I didn't put the distilled water in. And I'm, I'm putting it aside to leave it for the end of the episode. And at the end of this episode, I'll let you know. You got to do it. You got to put the drops of the distilled water, or else it's going to be different to begin with. You've already messed up the formula. But just like magic, you're watching it transform in front of you. There you go. Drops of water. Now everything's the same. The controls are the same. To talk about that drop of water, I know it has nothing to do with the episode, but I think this is good information for people. I was I was reading some stuff recently, and they're saying that when you do put a couple of drops of water, you got to let it sit in there. You can't just go straight up and drink it because it takes some time for the oils and stuff to kind of mix in um, and blend. There's another thing that you're right, 100%, but there's one other thing that happens. The person who did the whiskey tasting for us the other day did this little experiment and this blew me away. Plug your nose, put a Hershey kiss in your mouth and eat it. Tell me if you taste chocolate. You don't. As soon as you let go of your no your nostril and take a deep breath and then let go of your nostril and breathe out of your nose, all of a sudden you taste chocolate. Vanilla, same thing. There's no taste. And the reason is, I don't know the percentage, 80, 90, whatever it is, percent of taste actually is a part of it comes from smell. 
and he proved it to us right on the spot. So what happens is aromatics of the whiskey with the water vaporize and you actually smell it better. So it actually tastes better because of the oils and everything mixing in. More of it goes up in the air. That's exactly why. So it's actually a really cool tip to share with everyone. Totally on topic, of course, uh, to the whiskey games. Let's get on with it. Uh, Chris and Giovanni, what are you guys drinking? Today I'm drinking a, a, a Spy. It's a, a, called Tenen, I think. I'm not going to lie. I'm not exactly sure how it's uh, pronounced. I picked this guy up when I was in uh, Scotland uh, a few years ago. It's one of those uh, little micro distilleries that they had um, down in Edinburgh. It's uh, very similar to a uh, Caribbean cast, but a little, maybe a little flower, more a little flowery. But uh, very enjoyable, light, and kind of a nice little honey finish. Mm -hmm. I'm drinking a Japanese single malt from uh, Joichi Distillery. And uh, the quick story on this was uh, we're talking about knife before, knife uh, knife steakhouse. Uh, So I walk in, you know, uh, me and my wife have a date, and I walk in, and Grant, uh, who's the beverage director, just comes up and says, I have this whiskey that I know none of you guys like pity but you have to try this. He was so excited, bring me over to the bar. And the fact is, I would say that this is the first peaty whiskey that I actually like. It's it's very soft on the peat uh, and fruity, uh, and he tastes really good, especially with you know one little cube of ice. I can't wait to have you, uh, if you guys are coming uh, sometime early next year right here, I want you guys Hard to try it. I think, I think you, might, you might open up on this one. I'll try. I'll try. I'll try any whiskey once. That that's my rule. I love Pete. So uh... I heard you say you try anything once, but let's not. Go <laughs> no, there. I said whiskey. Let's be clear. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, I've never seen you flare up, but you say you flare flare up with the with the peatiness. But this yeah. is so soft, and the taste is so good that I'm I'm I would love to see you guys try. It. Absolutely. Is it, is it more smoky than than peaty? It's it's not smoky. It's it, it is the peaty. I mean, to me, the peaty is always so strong that it overpowers everything. But this is mm-hmm. like a it it sort of comes in slowly and and the way that it comes in soft and then it, it increases, but it doesn't overpower the flavor. And you can still taste the whiskey. So I I would put my vote on it and I'll I'll save a bottle for for us to have next time we get together. Mm. In a couple months. Nancy, what are you drinking? I am drinking tequila. <laughs> I skipped out on the whiskey today and I'm drinking a it's a new tequila for me. Um I found the bottle recently uh this week actually. I loved it. So it is um Lalo Lalo tequila, which is a tequila blanco and it is so smooth for a blanco tequila. It's got notes of tropical fruits and uh, just a hint of uh dulce de leche. It is just it's not too sweet, but it's not too overpowering. So it is to me. It's a really good tequila. Very nice. So how are we gonna do this? What is this? What is this game all about? All right. So you guys ready to play this game? Let's do this. Sounds good. Let's oh, do it. Let's go. Let's do it. So we're gonna make this kind of like the Hunger Games because I, I love the Hunger Games. All right. So teams, do y'all want to come up with team names? By the way, so team team A is going to be Myron and Giovanni, or A team, mm-hmm. and uh, the second team is Joe and Chris. We'll be the C team from Canada. Oh, right? there you go. There's a lot of other C words, but let's not go there. Oh, candy. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of other A words there too, buddy. <laughs> Come back, Chris. Before things get out of hand here, let's get started. So round one. The category is IT for whiskey. The first question goes to Giovanni. Are you ready, Giovanni? 
Not really. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. How many aired episodes does IT for Whiskey have? 54. Oh, that was fast. Wow. I'm even impressed you got it that fast. Well, I remember the number 53, and I'm like, I got to be behind at least one. So I went with 53. (laughs) (laughs) I was about to say, you must be the biggest fan. And now I'm like, you're an episode behind? What's going on? Right? But I'm keeping track. <laughs> Love it. All right. Don't ask Chris that question. <laughs> I told you, ever since they, they had it, and I've got it on the uh, Tesla now. I listen to it usually on my way home from the office. No, I'm, I'm actually not behind. I did it a lot. I did hear the last episode with Tracy in the car a couple of days ago. All right. So that uh, leads us to question number two, which is for Chris. I better pay attention. Which was the last topic? On IT for whiskey. Gender equality. Whoa! See, I do listen. Wow. He Googled it. He Googled that. That's, he's Googled that. <laughs> Should say hands up then. How would we do hands up every time the questions come out? <laughs> I have a feeling that these questions are not going to stay this easy. <laughs> you never know. You never know. So, round two. These questions go to Myron and Joe. How well do you think you know each other? This is not the question, but it leads to the category host hometowns. Myron, which day is Canada Day? Crickets. I have no idea. Oh, oh man. Would you like to call on your partner? Uh, Yeah. It's the day that they do a bunch of Canada stuff on social media <laughs> and going and they have fail <laughs> <laughs> okay can I can I answer before the question of July 4th no I mean, no I don't know. no it's July 1st <laughs> yeah don't just leave it let it be so Joe what's Texas's nickname oh Texas nickname and I know this uh, it's like the restaurant, um, Lone Star State. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It does help when there's a restaurant up here called the Texas Lone Star. But it- yeah, that's right. That's why I know it. <laughs> Make great fajitas too. To be fair, we've invited we've invited these guys a lot more than they've invited us. So not true. Not true. We've invited you guys a lot. We've made the effort to come. <gasps> for oh, the record. shots fired. <laughs> Just because the channel company is is sponsoring you guys to come is very different. <laughs> Touche. I went on my own dime to visit you. No, actually, that's that's not entirely true because when I was going to when we went to Anaheim, it was on our own dime to come to Texas. So we're fair, we're even. You know, this is this is a game. It's all fun and games. All right, let's let's not. <laughs> all right, moving on to round three. Christmas facts. Giovanni, are you brushed up on your Christmas facts? As brushed up as I could be. Which gift did the USA get from France as a Christmas gift? Statue of Liberty. <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't know that? And French fries. oh boy all right let's move on (laughs) chris where is the largest winter festival of lights located in canada through the christmas or winter season 
I believe it's in in Quebec. No, I, I thought it was the uh, the Montreal one that, or, uh, yeah, that they no, do there. That's big, but it's actually in, it's in Niagara Falls. There you go. There you go. How do you not know that? We actually, we actually did a staff retreat there three times. Yeah, but I didn't realize it was the biggest one. I thought the one in Quebec was bigger. Did you know that before you Googled it, or did you know that after? I just said we've done three staff trips there. Well, all my staff know that it's true. They've been there with their families, so it is what it is. Guys, don't argue in between. I mean, you guys are a team. Don't argue. Let's move on. This one is to Myron and Joe. You guys better not get these wrong, or else we're going to end the games right here, okay? Oh! The pressure is on. No pressure. The category is sports. All right. Oh, we're doomed there. He's drinking his sport? (laughs) (laughs) No, that doesn't count, I don't think. (laughs) Although eating is a sport, so maybe. Hey, you don't get like this by accident. (laughs) That's all muscle. My Molson muscle, baby. Myron, name three Formula One drivers and their teams. Uh, that's easy. Well, this year, 2021, you got Lewis Hamilton. You have Valtteri Bottas. And they're both with Mercedes. You have uh, Russell, uh, George Russell, who's with Williams. You have Max Verstappen, which is with Red Bull. There's four. You want one more? No, we said three. For extra points? You overachiever. Joe. Mine better be as easy. Name three baseball teams and their cities. Okay, New York Mets. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. And you've got Toronto Blue Jays. Hmm, what's the third one I left? We've got the Cardinals. Where are they based? Oh, the Cardinals are based out of... Um... Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Call a friend. <laughs> no, no, no. Hold on. The Cardinals are based out of uh, St. Louis. Sorry, it just was on the tip of my tongue. I got this. I didn't have to lose five points. Want to do one more for good measure? (sighs) Yeah, we're good. Match. (laughs) Come on, match. Match. Okay, another another baseball team would be um, the Giants. And where are they based out of? Are they not out of New York? No. (laughs) Wrong sport. No. Wrong sport. Oh, sorry. We'll we'll give that to you anyway because I had no idea. So it's all good. I will take it that I'm not a, the biggest sports guy. If you ask me about hockey, I know a little bit more. Baseball's not my sport. Canadians are all about the hockey. You guys got to know that. Next time. Yeah, I could have talked hockey. Next time. Okay. Round five. This goes to Chris and Giovanni. Host hometowns once again. Giovanni, name five cities in Canada. Montreal, Toronto, Vancouver, uh, Ottawa, and Quebec City. That's right. There you go. And Chris, can you name five cities in Texas? <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> you give him an entire country. Give me one state. Well, I mean, Texas is big, so. You know a few. Wow. You know a few. Come on. We've taken you to a bunch of cities. Well, definitely Houston, Dallas. I think El Paso's yep. a state, a city. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Texas City. Fort Worth. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And I think Austin, did I say Austin? Yes. There, there you, you go. go. I'm even rooting for you. Holy, coming, oh, wow. The Canadian taught the Texas. See, that wasn't that hard. To be honest, I was trying to think of all the places I've flown into. <laughs> <laughs> but most importantly, the, where the favorite CEO is. <laughs> crickets, crickets. <laughs> Moving on, before Myron's ego gets even bigger. Wow. <laughs> 
<laughs> you just scored 25 points, Nancy. Yes. <laughs> She's part of 18. <laughs> All right, round six. This is the best category ever, although I'm not drinking it today. Whiskey. So, Myron, which state mm-hmm. in the U.S. designates their variant of whiskey as the official state spirit? Kentucky. Do you want to call a friend? I guess. <laughs> Giovanni. Tennessee. No. It is Alabama. Uh, I don't <laughs> never heard of that. Wow. Did you know that, Joe? You didn't know that. I actually did not. So I don't know how to pronounce it, but I'm going to try my best. It's Konka Ridge Whiskey is a type of whiskey produced and officially marketed as Clyde Mays Alabama-style whiskey. Oh, that I like that. Yeah. All right. So it is officially the official state spirit. So nice facts right there. So, Joe. I, I'm really scared now. I don't think you have anything to worry about, Joe. So how many aging years does a whiskey need to be called a scotch? None. Mm. Not well. Technically, you can have an any age statement you want, and the requirement is that it's actually made in Scotland to be called a scotch. And mm. would you like to phone a friend? I've never seen I've never seen anything less than eight years, seven eight years. I'm sure they could be pretty young; it just wouldn't taste very good. Right, but it's still scotch. They don't have the answer. All right, it's a minimum of three years. Now we know. And the grain? Wow. Is there is there a grain requirement? There are tons of like different stipulations on what you can and cannot use. Like you can't use rye in Scotch whiskeys. Actually, I did not know this. There's actually a bunch of requirements for it to consider that. Check out Chris's eyes. He's like... (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, if you really want to know, you're not allowed to to produce more than 700 liters, and it's got to be matured only in oak cast. It has to be matured only in Scotland, has been matured for not less than three years, which I did not know. I didn't know that either. And has been matured only in excess warehouse or a permitted place. Yeah, no, that's interesting. And it, it retains the color, aroma, and taste delivered from the raw materials used and in the method of its production and maturation, which is weird. I guess you just can't put artificial flavors in it. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. And has a minimal, minimum alcoholic strength of 40% by volume. Well, yeah, and so the, the two things I knew is that you could only use water and malted barley which basically what malted barley is, is they take the barley and they, they mist it in order to make the, think of like a potato sprouting, right? Like the sprouts, because that's when the barley enzymes kick in and, and that's where you get the yeast, the sugars from the wheat yeast so that you can make and the clean caramel coloring, apparently. Right. Listen, I don't know any of that stuff. You know what I do know? I go to the liquor store, I buy it and I drink it and it tastes fantastic. But I did not know the three-year age statement, which you know what, Chris, when you think about it, all those lower-end scotches that, dare we say brand names that we would never drink, probably are. You know, think of like colors, like red. All right. There you go, folks. A lot more uh, whiskey facts than you thought you'd get. (laughs) Quick question. Quick question. What's the score? Oh, very good question. So the scores right now to... Team Canada, we've got 45 points. And team, the A team, or the American team, we've got 40 points. Catch up, guys. Come on. So now we go on to round two. 
So before we start round two, we're more or less a half an hour in, I need to fulfill my promise on this experiment. Ready? Here's the fresh pour. And then now here is the half hour. Oh yeah, let it breathe. Wow, that is fantastic. Wow, the complexity on that. I got less burn on the half hour one versus the one that I fresh poured by a long shot. The aftertaste. Highly recommended. Experiment was a success. All right, so game two. True or false? A fun fact about this category is that all categories here forward represent the countries with the most listeners this year, apart from, of course, the USA and Canada. Talk about uh, world knowledge here. All right. So we're going to start off with Chris this round. The category is France. Chris, is the Eiffel Tower the most visited monument in Paris? I'm going to say false. There's a lot of good seeds to see in there because the Louvre and everything else is there too. You are correct. The Eiffel Tower is ranked fourth among the most prized monuments in Paris. Lots of cool seeds there. Very nice. Joe, stop giving him pointers. How did he give me a pointer? I just gave him a thumbs up after he got it right. <laughs> Sorry, that was not on purpose. That was subconscious. All right, I'm going to go like this from now on. Look up, eyes closed. <laughs> Just don't move. Freeze. Can you see my competitive knowledge and my competitiveness come out? No. You compete. No. Never competitive. All right. Giovanni, is France smaller than Texas? Yes. Yes. Texas is approximately 695,000 kilometers, while France is approximately 550. 43 kilometers. Do we need to translate that to miles? Why are we talking in kilometers? Because that's what the world yeah. speaks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So round eight. The category is the United Kingdom. So this question is for Joe. Is golf Scotland's national sport? Yes, true. That is true. The sport was invented in St. Andrews in the 15th century. Robin Williams taught me that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I want to know how because <laughs> I have no idea. Know, what you're talking about. You have, you've never seen Robin Williams. Okay, when we're done, YouTube Robin Williams golf, and then you'll understand. Okay, it'll bring a whole new reason to why they call it a stroke. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> Myron, are Great Britain and the United Kingdom the same? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're taking first answer. It is false. This is commonly mistaken, but Great Britain and the United Kingdom it's are not, not no. the same. <laughs> we, we as Canadians know this because we're a monarchy still, so we know they're different. How's that? Yeah, it's your, it's your people. <laughs> it, is, it is commonly mistaken. Yeah. It is commonly mistaken. Yeah. All right. Round nine. This is for Chris. The category is Australia. Hope you're ready for this. Mainland Australia is the only continent without an active volcano. True or false? I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm winging it on this one. I'm going to say true. I don't know of any volcanoes there. Ooh, and that is correct. While it hosts oh. no active volcanoes, it is home to one of the world's largest extinct ones. 
the Tweed Volcano. Mm, good stuff, Chris. Nicely done. Good guess. Yeah, good guess. 50-50. All right, Giovanni, you ready? I'm ready. All right. Does Australia have the world's largest working cattle station? I would, I'm going to say that it is true because if it was false, it's a long stretch to just come up with cattle station just to include it in the question. So I'm going to say yes. Oh, and that is correct. And Creek Station. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and Junior Betts, way to go. It's seven times bigger than the largest ranch in Texas. Wow. Wow. All right, Knife, look that up. And by the way, this episode is not sponsored by Knife whatsoever. <laughs> Maybe it will be. I'll be going there soon. <laughs> you never know. All right, round 10. This is going to be an interesting one, especially because we have, we I say we, as in uh, Greenlink and Cinetech has an office in this country. For those of you that don't know, it is the Dominican Republic is the category. So we're going to start off with Joe. Is DR... He loves Dominican Republic, by the way. So he should know <laughs> all of the, he should know all of this facts. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see how much I do know. Well, you know the Dominican bad words. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> We're keeping it clean, guys. We're keeping it clean. Is DR the oldest settlement in the New World with the Catholic Cathedral, First University, First Hospital, and the First Capital City? It definitely wasn't Canada. I'm going to say true. <laughs> I'm going on Giovanni's uh, logic here. Like, that's so specific <laughs> that it has to be true. And you are correct. Good deduction, good logic, right? Right? That's that's my decision-making on that one. Like, because it's so specific. <laughs> All right. And fun fact, it was also the home to Christopher Columbus's first New World landing point in 1492. That one I actually knew. That I knew. There are uh, theories that his resting grave is there as well. But that's been thrown around saying that it's in different places. And did you know it was actually, here's another fact that I find talking about Christopher Columbus, it was actually his brother Bartholomew that actually established it. It wasn't Christopher Columbus, it was Bartholomew that was the first settler in. You are all incorrect. The settlement was not in Dominican Republic and it was in the Isla of La Española. Dominican Republic is just one of the countries in that island. No, but he specifically founded... I get founded, 10 points for that. Like 30 points for that, no, right? He, no, Bartholomew <laughs> Columbus actually founded Dominican Republic in, in like the 1500s, no. around the 1500s. All right. Any listeners in Dominican Republic that actually know the true facts, let us know. <laughs> Reach out and let us know for sure who's right. <laughs> so moving on, Myron. Uh, Dominican Republic is the only place in the world where... Larimar is mined. I know it's mined there. I don't know if it's the only place in the world, but I think so. All right, and that is correct. So it is a yes. uh, rare form of blue. All these words I cannot pronounce, Stephanie. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> come on, Stephanie. <laughs> and what is Larimar? It's a really beautiful stone. It's like an emerald. Okay. It's, uh... All right, perfect. Anyone want to send me one? Feel free to do so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> The way that you've been talking about Canadian, you better get your Canadian friends to send there you something. There you go. Joe hey, Chris, guess what, on. Nancy? <laughs> we actually we actually have the world's fastest growing diamond mine in northern Canada. I love diamonds too. So, yeah, I'll take oh, so either. We're talking about we're not talking about diamonds. 
<laughs> yeah, we're talking about precious stones. Weight for weight, what's worth more? We can make some. <laughs> I'll take both. <laughs> we can go there and see if they're giving away samples. There you go. There you sure. go. Moving on. Round 11, China. How many rounds is it? Um, it is. We're down to the last two. Chris, you can find here the tallest mountain on Earth, Mount Everest. True or false? True. 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 It sits on the border between China and Nepal. That one, easy enough. Giovanni, China only has one time zone. That cannot be true. China is pretty wide. So I'm going to go with no. And I was hoping you asked me something, and the, and the answer was going to be something easy, like compound chicken or something like that. But uh, I'm going to go with no. <laughs> and that is incorrect. <laughs> Despite what? its huge size, China surprisingly only has one time zone. How about phoning a friend? I, I don't get a chance because I know the answer. Nope. Yeah, you count nope. on true and false. You've already answered it, though. You can't, you can't answer questions after they've already told you the answer. That's why they have China Standard Time. Last round. Are you guys ready for this? I don't know if I am or Let's not. Let's do it. All right, Joe. Okay, yeah. question. Right. Go. Here we go. What's the topic? The topic is whiskey. And the first question is for Myron. The word whiskey means water of life. True or false? True. True. For me. <laughs> it's also true for everyone else. Whiskey comes from the Gaelic word as it does translate to water of life. Joe, you ready? No, but go for it. <laughs> All right. Macallan M. Whiskey is the most expensive in the world. Ah, see, that I do know is true. A friend of a friend of mine, uh, he has a liquor store in the U.S. that he has been working at for 40 years, that he owns it, and he had to, that was his goal before he retires. And I saw the video of his buddy that bought the bottle, and McCallum actually shipped it in this, I think I sent you the video, Byron, like a while ago, in on a crate, and it opens up and presents since the bottle of the McCallum M. And I believe he paid something like eighty-two or eighty-three thousand dollars for it. Wow, that is a lot of money on a bottle. Is it of good? Liquor. Right. I don't know. I didn't try it. <laughs> I cannot confirm or deny if this is true. I I can't say that, but I don't know because like it's I don't know the person directly. It's through someone else that he sent me the video and said, "Here's a friend of mine that just got this. You're not going to believe it." And the box is gold. It's gorgeous. And I got to find the video and send it out to you all so you can see it. Am I right or am I wrong? You are correct. It was a decanter of Macallan M, uh, which was auctioned uh, this year in Hong Kong and came to be known as the world's most expensive make of this alcohol. There you have it. So, drum roll, please. And it is Canada who has won 80 versus 105 to Canada. Congratulations, boys. Yeah. Uh, it was Actually, this was a lot of fun. There's only one winner. Me, because I'm getting diamonds and that stone <laughs> from DR. Yes. I'm the winner. <laughs> Choose your words wisely, my friend. <laughs> well, all right, but she's right. She's getting a diamond from Canada and a stone from the Dominican. I mean, mm -hmm. she's the winner in the end. That's mm -hmm. right. That's right. And I got to spend time with you guys, so. There you go. I think that this has been pretty cool. 
a lot of weird questions for sure. It's been fun. We will not have Nancy come back as a host. I, I do not hours. agree with that. <laughs> I, I'm tabling that she comes back as a host. Are, so, are saying, so even if you do that exchange rate at you know you know eighty points to U.S. to Canadian, that's still only one hundred two point two four. Fine, mathematician. Fine, I get it. <laughs> I was trying to run through the numbers in my head, but to do it. thank you, Chris. It was close, I'm, but still, I'm, man. The other problem is this, is when you and I disagree on something, which this is a first, but when you and I disagree on something... We don't disagree. No, but right now we do. No, about Nancy, we need a tiebreaker. And I no, no. I nominate Stephanie to be the tiebreaker. Yes or no? Nancy yeah, comes I don't back? Need, I don't, we don't, we don't <laughs> yeah. need Steph, We don't need Stephanie. Nancy Yay. will come back whenever she wants. <laughs> oh, funny we, don't need, we don't need a tiebreaker for that. I know. It's just Absolutely. Funny games. This is awesome. Well, happy holidays, everybody. Merry Christmas, all. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Merry New Year. Christmas. Happy whatever you celebrate. You guys are doing your uh, your predictions for next year? That's another episode. Yeah, I know. I'm just asking. Is that what you guys doing next episode? Like, subscribe, follow, and leave your comments. Let us know if you like this and if you want to see some more crazy stuff like this. That was great. Thank you. Thank you. Joe. Happy New Year, everyone. Take care. Cheers. IT for Whiskey, a podcast by MSPs to help MSPs. Don't forget to spread the word, like, and subscribe at it4whiskey.com. You smoke that Cisco and you may uh, DDoS yourself. <laughs>